bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we recap the week in politics like we are recapping a show on Bravo. Yeah, except we don't watch Bravo anymore. <laughs> Nor are we on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious. Don't make me start crying. But that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're not on it. We don't watch it. It's fine. Uh, because slowly but surely, rest assured, we are stockpiling trashy fucking shows mm-hmm. from other networks. Oh, yes. That we can gorge on to make sure we remain <laughs> dumb and basic. And so that we don't become fancy political elitists. We, we are definitely not going to become fancy political <laughs> elitists. That's true. And then we're going to talk about the trashy shows on our special new Patreon podcast. Oh, Patreon. Oh, Patreon. <laughs> That's what you guys can look My forward to. New special best friend, Patreon. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be more than just that, though. It's going to be so exciting. People are actually paying money they've already signed up to hear us talk about hillbillies that dig through people's <laughs> trash looking for treasure and to hear julie sing words oh we're gonna talk about and we can talk about anything that's what's so exciting anything uh, we'll go through the day and be like "Ooh, we should talk about that in the bonus podcast about that it could be anything julie's could already be said it a hundred times but we didn't write any of it down no 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 so when we do it right after this mm-hmm. we'll be like what should what it's gonna be all the things there's the tv shows and the binging and also just like regular things and offensive issues things, more Offen- offensive oh things. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so okay for those of you who don't know and normally this would be i'm sure my my mom very sexy pam she has signed <laughs> up however i'm pretty 99 sure she doesn't know how to access the free podcast What's, i mean the, what was very generous um hi pam what was very generous about your mom was that she donated but didn't want a reward did she say I don't want a reward? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm telling you, she doesn't know how to access <laughs> any of it. So, mom, for you, well, for everyone, first of all, it's if you don't know, it's called Patreon. P-A-T is in Tom. Mm-hmm. R-E-O-N is in Nancy. Right. Patreon.com right. slash dumb gay politics. Yeah. Or you can just go to patreon.com and put dumb gay politics into the search bar. Right. You'll find our page. Yeah. From there, there are levels you can donate and give. Right. You're pledging to be a patron. Right. And for a dollar, we're going to do one extra special episode a week. And yeah. for one dollar, you will get that episode. So it's a right. dollar an episode. Right. It'll be four a month. Right. And it's going to be, you know, more fun, more balls to the wall, you know, less produced, less good, <laughs> you know. <laughs> than this um but if you you guys uh, get codependent and i know you like to always have things in your ear holes i know i do i can't shower i need serious on or i need oh my god on. I, I don't like, have I any have silence me neither not for one second <laughs> no not I'll literally die. i'll sometimes a lot of times fall asleep with the tv on because well, yeah 
you know what standard. I mean? Right. But I'm talking but, about even simple tasks. Like I'm like, wait, I've got to have my phone going with something. Yes. Because God forbid I think about how my dad never loved me. Just kidding. <laughs> Mom, come on. It's jokes. You know, it's he jokes. probably, you know. It's jokes. He mildly appreciated years you. years ago. Um, <laughs> um, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no. fresh start. Um, I wanted to say, yeah, no, I can't sh- shower with, um, the, with Howard Zern or with whatever or music. Um, can't have be in the kitchen without the TV on. Can't do anything without having. I f- or I will. F- I can't be alone for one second. Yeah. So for those of you who but are I like us, have to be alone. And you're or you're in your car and you've got to commute. You know this dumb piece of shit that we're gonna put out for money <laughs> is really just another hour that you'll have of us uh, blathering on, and right. it's gonna be way more involved. Like because if you pledge, you know, certain amounts, you get to call in or you get to leave right, messages. Right. So there's other things too. I'm gonna, so hear from some other people, people are gonna get um, voicemails from Melania. Some yeah. people are gonna get, and you know. We don't have a date yet as far as when exactly those will drop, but those will be. Oh, those you mean four, the perks, those are once a month? Those are once a month perks, right? The voicemails yeah, and that all stuff? that's once a month. But, the, but the thing's coming out once a week, and it's actually dropping right. the same day as the yes, podcast. That's right. We're gonna do. So you're gonna get two. You'll get the new the bonus podcast the same day the regular podcast. But you have comes to go out. on Patreon to get it. That is correct. Yeah. Right. But everything else is once a month. But we're not gonna have like a consistent date for that stuff. So we really want y'all to do it because we need money for drugs and bills. <laughs> Rent. And living. Um, yeah. And my cousin Teen suggested we got a, so our friend Angie, our friend Angie <laughs> um, said stickers, which I thought because we don't want to do any merch because quite frankly, it's fucking expensive and we don't want to have to pay anything or put right. in any effort. Right. And but she suggested stickers, which did seem cheap and doable and fun. Yes. Because I, I love stickers. Everyone out there can put them on their guitar cases mm-hmm. or and their you know, printer. I like you gave me a right. Howard Stern oh, right. for president. Right. I put it on my printer. And I found a great graphics company, Vertical Printing. Mm, OK, great. Okay. Well, they should have paid for that. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Delete. Well, maybe she'll give me a good deal, Laura. If, um, I know you're hey, listening. Laura. Um, so um, but then my cousin Teen said that we should do something like I forget the word she used and it wasn't like counterculture, but she said oh. that something along those lines like we should do like a bottle opener, which I thought was super. I cute. love the bottle opener. Oh, my God. So I cute. would buy that. Yeah, because I have an Obama one. I also oh. have a um, Simpsons oh. Homer Simpson one. I have oh. like a bunch of bottle openers. But, oh, um, what well, I then took it to mm. another level because I thought this would be cheaper. Also, teen mm-hmm. um, was that we would make little prescription bottles. Love that. That would say dumb gay politics. They look have like a little fake prescription thing on it. Love so it. dumb gay politics. One of 14 because Ange said it should say one of 14. Uh-huh. And then you can put any of your drugs in it. You can yep. put your pills because yep. we know you're all on opioids for the opioid <laughs> epidemic. Or you can put your buds. Mom, I know you want to put all your weed oh, in there, mom. Right. Well, if you're, if you're in New Hampshire, it'll be like your purse because you're exactly. an infested drug drug den. infested drug den. Yeah. Um, you can put your um, crystal meth, Ooh, your crack mm-hmm. rock. Right. Right. Any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or. Um, you can put your earrings in it. Yes. <laughs> or your keepsakes. I don't know. When you're traveling, you know, sometimes you have little right. trinketsy things that you Sometimes don't I like to transfer the Advil from the big bottle to a smaller bottle. Exactly. And we definitely use prescription bottles to um, transport drugs to and across the border. Right. You know, like when we buy dr- pills in Mexico and right. then we have to protect. Anyway, so yeah, that was the idea. Um, so for the low, low price of $1 per episode a week. Um, you can hear dumb gay everything, a.k.a. everything super offensive that I don't let us say on this free one. <laughs> yeah. And no. Oh, how exciting to not to be unleashed. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, girl. I can say anything I want. 
I mean, within reason. So we have 207 patrons so far who will be great. privy to the antics. Thank you. And I just want to say, we love you all for doing that. And even if you guys don't do it, we will still love you. Of course. Actually, we won't even be able to really keep track of it. No, we will. We will. We will. <laughs> we will. Um, but we'll still love you because we get it. And um, we got a lot of really cute messages and photos and stuff on there. Yeah. But one really stood out. Yeah. And when we're, and we, it came within an hour of us starting this Patreon thing. We're sitting on the couch and it's just like, God, are we like, gross like free bitch charity cases and we should go get a corporate job yeah. where julie can send inappropriate faxes <laughs> and get american express shut down another story we'll tell that story on the on the okay. podcast okay so then we get this message and um it's from laura edwards lasner uh -huh. on the dumb gay politics facebook fa um regular facebook page yeah and she said quote you two knuckleheads are going to be so much bitchier and busier <laughs> Hashtag count me in. Yep. And we like loved that. I've been living on it so all week. hard. So yeah. hard. And it's yeah. so fucking true. She yeah. did pledge $2 a week. Which is so generous. I mean, yeah, so generous. That's so. two, four, that's eight dollars a month. Yeah, she might have put I mean, a cap at $2, but we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. But thank well, you. Well, whatever. Um, and we loved that message. And um, so, yeah, it's going to be on. It's going to be on. We're doing it. We're just trying to make moves, trying to expand, trying to grow, trying to evolve, trying to do stuff. You know what I mean? We're just like, exactly. it's, hard, it's hard business. It's a hard business. You know what I mean? Like, and this is, this is the best we can do. And this is where we're at. And just, and everyone, you know. we are so surprised that we even got 207. Oh God, and, yeah, it's amazing. You know, we Very. expect at least double that though now that we've officially done the page and announced <laughs> it on here i mean come on guys for real well not for nothing there are people there's we, we saw patreon pages where like they have thousands of patrons like there's one yeah. guy who's a whole production company studio like how is yeah. this possible insane who knew who knew i mean if we have the dumb gay everything studio <laughs> how we do it Ugh. right here the drug oh den. my god this place would be transformed formed okay let's well if we ever start making thousands get a and trampoline thousands a week mm -hmm. we are we are gonna do we'll do two a week we'll do we won't be able to keep up with the news because we'll just sit in here and like get high and fucking <laughs> get on here all right let's get tired of the shit storm you take some shit put it up on the wall check it out for a while you take that shit up off of the wall put it down on the floor in a glass bowl you take some buck put it up on the wall where the shit used to be okay well again like last week the whole week the whole week the whole week was a shit storm <laughs> See how I did that? I do. Every day, a different style piece of shit hits the fan. Soft ones, hard ones, brownish green ones, purple ones. Piles of shit. <laughs> ones where it's like pebbles all stuck together where you ate too much cheese. Sticky ones where you thought oh, it came out, but yeah. it only went into your crack. Ones that stick on your b-hole, but yeah. you're like... Is am I trying to pull it out or is it stuck onto the side? I don't know. Ones that shoot to the front. <laughs> Ones that shoot all over this bowl. Oh, we lost three Patreon people already. <laughs> we had the new proposed immigration bill that sparked off 900 fights and philosophical debates on Wednesday. On Thursday, it was reported that special counsel Robert Mueller has impaneled a grand jury to help him with the Russia investigation. And then on Friday, we were gifted with more leaks, arguably the most irrefutable, specific, and derogatory of all the previous leaks so far. Well, they're definitely irrefutable because there's no way anyone in the Trump camp can deny it when an actual fucking White House transcript was released. Someone 
rancid pubes, I'm talking to you, really wants to fuck President Trump over. I mean, the transcripts. Oh, like who has been saving? Who's doing? I need to know. I can't wait for the movie. When the movies of this administration come out, when the deep throat of Trump comes out, when fucking all the president's men, when it's going to be. I can't wait. I can't wait to learn all of the real truth and like the, the things that are really going on. Who's in the hallways transferring a you a flash drive to someone in with the inside of a you know in an envelope put into their lunchbox exactly blown out the window mm-hmm. through the side of a door into <laughs> and you would need a team of people like nobody's leaking that on there there ain't no reality winner who rolled up in there and took no. it off the copier like no it's like a group exactly it's like a group of people is doing it and they got rancid pubes out and it's still happening oh. although now these transcripts are from January. They're from like the week that Trump was inaugurated uh-huh. from the famous calls with Mexico and Australia. Remember those? Yo, well, I sure le- do. I read those transcripts. Yeah. But and you and everybody remembers who hasn't read the transcripts, because by the way, I haven't either. <laughs> um, they didn't even seem like anyone in Washington Post had read them. But they you remember just the calls because it was You're like right. supposedly he was mean to the Australia. Pr- and he minister. hung up on him. Right. So Rancid could easily have been holding on to the transcripts that in his safe deposit box in DC. <laughs> you know have. what I mean? Right. So even though he's gone, he could still be responsible for these leaks. Right. And um, it's pretty damn exciting. The I read the transcripts. They were very exciting. It's true. Um, I was actually quite surprised at the level of um, pleasantries that Trump was able to. I don't know uh, why you were surprised. I think he's pretty good socially. Probably one on one. He was very. I couldn't tell you how many times the 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 back and forth of I consider you a friend. I consider you a friend. I want Mexico to be a friend. We are your friend. We're friends. We're good friends. But you've been uh, um, killing us on trade, and we're going to tax you, <laughs> and we're building a wall, and you're going to pay for it. But we're well, good no, friends now. He let's be clear. Yes, I mean he he point blank said. We don't really even care about building the he wall. He did say that. And he also said, He's, now, you don't have to pay for it, but I need you to pretend that you are because I can't have you keep telling the press yes, that you're not going to pay for because it. Because he said politically, no, he said this is probably, he literally in the in the transcript, he, he said, I mean, whatever, he said, this is probably the least important thing on my list of things to think about or do. Meaning but, the wall. The wall. But politically, it's probably, it, psychologically and politically, it's probably the most important. So what we need to do is... I understand that you have said you don't want to pay for the wall and the deal and blah, 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 blah. But what we need to do is say we're going to work it out. We will work it out. You yes, can't say we're said, not going to pay for yeah, it. You have to say saying, we will work it out. Right. And I will say we will work it out and you will say we'll work it out and we'll f- try and figure it and out. And then didn't he go, no. He he, he, he danced never... around it. And yeah. And he was like, oh, you know, we're coming. I want We want to be your friend. We want to work with you. We want to blah, blah. And the deal. And, and also Jared Kushner is meeting with them too. So Jared Kushner has been meeting with Mexico to Meaning try and th- someone else, not the president, not the president, but the president, Luis, yeah. right? <laughs> his, his, his number one man, Luis. So but the bottom line is we know he never agreed to it, regardless of what the no. transcript said, because he never then did say we're working it out. or no. I'm paying for it. And also Tr- point blank said no. Right. To and everyone. And also Trump um, told him that he could at any time. First of all, he didn't want any meetings. He didn't want to talk to him on the phone. He said he didn't even want to he didn't want to have any of this conversation. He just basically wanted to come in this morning and give them um, and ta- and put tariffs on them. And he said, he what knows is a fucking tariff? It's a tax at the border. Any product that comes in Mexico would have to pay a tax for stuff that they're exporting to America right now. They don't have to pay one. OK, so 
which is what he's been ta- saying the whole campaign is like we pay uh, that's the the deficit that we're in is the, like we buy their shit but they're not taxed but we buy their shit and we're taxed yeah so then and he kept saying it like it, it's like in the transcript he says it over and over again like i could have just done it i don't need to have 400 people vote yes or no i could just walk in this morning and do it but since we're <laughs> friends um is that I want, true that's what he said but it do you doesn't isn't that can he just it does sound like legislation yeah i think he i think um, he went into the presidency and especially at that time this is in a week of being within a week oh of being that's in, right right he really did think he could just like wave a wand and yes, sign something and right. have it be made into law right but then right. it, everyone was like yeah no yeah, that's no. not how this <laughs> yeah, works right and right. Then, it was in that same call that he said that new hampshire was a drug infested he did debt. say that because he said he basically blamed he said that um you know your the bad hombres and he did by the way say bad hombres to the president Next of mexico to the president level. of mexico he said you have bad hombres in your country okay he said that <laughs> um so he he not just implied but said because of your drug cartels they're coming to our country and they're infesting our kids and our schools and our people with drugs and he said i was in new hampshire is a drug infested den right which it is, but I think it's the opioid epidemic, which I think we right. don't even get those drugs from Mexico. I'm pretty sure that's pharmaceutical companies that are in this fucking country. And heroin, though, pop, I didn't think poppies and poppy fields were, that whole thing was Mexican. I thought that was coming from, like, either Central America right. or even blatantly South America. <laughs> I thought it was cocaine coming from Mexico. Well, yeah, we know it's cocaine, and we know it's it's other pills, but not, right. certainly not oxy motherfuckers, because Julie and I have many, many a trip to a pharmacia, okay? Yeah, they're not selling You could write that. a full book. <laughs> Right. Um, and right. they're not getting full blown fucking painkillers down there. And even when I have hooked up meds for people addicted to painkillers, because I will do that when I'm <laughs> in Mexico, they usually don't even want them because now there's rules where in Mexico they're always mixed with like ibuprofen. Oh. It's like they're mixed with anti-inflammatories. Really? Yeah, and actual like pill heads are like, nah, they don't want that. <laughs> right. They want the American pharma companies. Right. right. So it was kind of dumb. And then what didn't the Mexican president say? Well, your guns are yes. coming over here, motherfucker. He said, listen, and the Mexican guy and the president was like, I understand what you're saying. And, you know, totally. But, you know, if it wasn't for your country <laughs> totally. sending in guns and your. Oh, because Trump goes, our, uh, we, I know that your military is afraid of those guys, but our military isn't afraid of those guys. And this is how he's talking. Our military isn't afraid of those guys. We're going to come in. We're going to knock <laughs> them out. We have to knock them out. We got to knock them out. We just got to knock them out. We got to knock them out, okay? We got to knock them out. We got to knock them out, okay? And then <laughs> he, then the Mexican president was like, uh, yeah, it is a problem for sure. It's a problem in our <laughs> own country, and it's a problem for your country. We understand that. But um, if it wasn't for your country sending in guns that um, were basically like we're buying guns from you to take them out and that's causing also a cycle of violence yeah so, like i don't know if anyone of the 14 did watch narcos i i don't think trump did i'm pretty sure we like those two dea guys systematically destroyed like oh yeah. pretty much all of mexico with this vendetta against <laughs> that was colombia fucking, no that was i thought oh, it was mm-hmm. i thought it was mexico um what's his name it was colombia i thought what was his fucking name um um <laughs> Escobar, 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 Escobar. Well, whatever. Either way, it's like we 
our shit with with them and whatever with the drug cartels it's like stay out of their drug cartel business don't be sending our military to deal with their shit right that's their country they need to deal with it whether it's Colombia or mexico like right but that was like a great moment in the transcript because it was like we're buying guns from you and you're in our shit like yeah you're we're not this isn't a one-sided conversation here like you're just so So let's get to the uh australian so then it was the australian prime minister now this i think this was from the same day where the motherfucker had to make like 17 phone calls and by the end the australian prime minister was last he was fatigued from sitting on his fat ass (laughs) and uh it didn't really go well no, and I get, and I wish we could hear the tone. Like, oh, I, totally. I mean, I really could in the Mexican one. I could feel through the writing the tone of the Mexican. I couldn't um, with the Australian one. I just feel like, well, because that's I think what they I were think, both. I think we're we're very familiar with like Mexicans, a and like a like a Mexican sort of leader like that. Like we yeah. can just picture it with an Australian like leader. A I have never heard from one of their leaders. Like right. I know Australians and people yeah. from New Zealand, but they're so laid back. But at the same time, they're like kind of me- men's men like they're out in the outback and yeah shit. well i so, think they're a very macho like yeah. a fuck you kind of like yeah. you're gonna fucking tell me we're the fucking criminals of the uk you're not gonna tell us what to yeah. fucking do right i'm gonna have a beer i'm gonna kill a kangaroo i'm gonna yeah. fucking have sh- fuck off yeah and then i'm gonna so chill I out think you and- were you were probably confounded yet you knew there was machismo coming over yeah like the the, airwaves. right <laughs> yeah totally there was total machismo coming through the airwaves so so what is the conversation it's basically about taking refugees and well because because uh, australia was taking in refugees and trump had been i think like saying syrian that week, refugees. syrian yeah and saying like we don't want to take any more refugees and they're gonna you know his whole thing was how the refugees are gonna the bad guys they and they're raping and they're right. 9-11 and we don't know who they are and they're muslim and we can't have these muslims in here and blah 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 and australia was like come on in <laughs> well yeah and they're Mate. like he said like He's like, no, we've got this travel ban. We need to keep with the travel ban. I just announced this travel ban. Don't make me. He's like, I got inaugurated an hour ago and I just did this travel ban. Now you're trying to make me fucked. And then the Australian guy's like, your refugee, the refugee thing is, it, it is consistent with your travel ban. You can still do your dumb right. fuck travel ban right. and still let refugees in. Right. And he's like, in essence, I thought the way Washington Post said it was that he was like sort of like almost like. Not begging him, but he was really, really hardcore pressing, trying to convince him, please do this. Like, you've got to do this. You need to do this. And Trump's like, no, it's going to kill me. I'm not doing it. Until he ultimately hangs up on him. Yeah, Trump. He hung up on him. He said he had been making calls all day and this was the worst one. He's I've had so it. And he like, goes, I've had it. He's so, um, you know, when it, he said Putin was well, yeah, more was it, yeah. agreeable to right. talk to right. than the Australian guy and said, I've had it and hung up. And then, you know, it all leaked into the press that he hung up on him. And then he's right. like, no, it was fine. He he's so like unless you agree with him, you're being yeah. He what I'm trying to think of the right word. He's he's I can't even. He's he's um he's like a parent who holds over you a disappointment. He's just because I don't know because I don't of that know. he's so easily manipulated. And I mean I uh, say yes. this with love. I say okay. this with all okay. love, okay. all okay. love okay. in the world. Now Julie calls and we say this with love. Right. Mexico, we've been there hundreds and hundreds of times. Okay. She calls it a country of swindlers. <laughs> And I say that with love and that's fine. And it's a great quality to have. You know what I mean? But that Mexican president was playing him like a goddamn piano. Yes. Because he was like, you know what? I hear you. I hear you. I'm listening to you. Um, But he's like, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm going to sit here and nod my head and be agreeable. And then we're going to hang up and it's going to be all cool and all kosher. 
And Australia wasn't trying to play him like that. No. At they all. They were not. And at so all. he had had it and hung on up and said a, a tr- a Putin was more agreeable. Yeah, because Putin is the biggest swindler on the planet. Exactly. So, of course, Putin is Putin's Putin's, <laughs> uh, you know, giving you a back rub while slicing your stomach open or whatever. You Ew. know what I mean? Like he's he's yeah. Putin is the most manipulative fucking shady. Exactly. Criminal that's ever lived. Kind of. But yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's talk to a real life person that Ooh. we can offend. OK. <laughs> For Brandy and I to ride our tiny bicicletas to skew. This is our segment called Time for Skew, where a live person teaches us something. Right. And we're very excited to talk to our professor for the day. She's a writer and journalist in Vancouver and the founder of Feminist Current, my new favorite website, and where I'll be going every single day, which is Canada's leading feminist website. Okay, her name is Megan Murphy, and I came to know her as one does by falling down a transgender (laughs) rabbit hole on Twitter. I stumbled across an article she had written about a British documentary, and I was absolutely obsessed with all of it. Her commentary, her views, her feminism, but most importantly, her ultra-smart sense of humor and writing style were nothing short of a revelation. Mm -hmm. She's insanely fucking talented, and I couldn't live another second if I didn't (laughs) cut and paste parts of her article and send them immediately to Julie. And once Meow Meow got a hold of her, I know there was no turning back. I was born. I was born, birthed, alive, and living. Um, That's right. Brandy practically had to physically restrain me from retweeting every single one of Megan's articles. She broaches subjects that are fodder for trolls, and she bravely takes what some may consider the unpopular opinion. I do not. I agree with every single word she says. So go read her shit. But some might not agree. I couldn't stand it if I didn't at least try to get her on the podcast to teach us and our 14 listeners about feminism in the age of Trump. And lucky for us, she said yes. So we're happy to welcome Megan Murphy. Hi, Hi Megan. Hi. Yay, we're so excited. That was a great intro, thanks. Oh my god, thank you. So you guys, we will um, we'll post the link to this article that really got us infatuated with her, but yeah. you know, just don't be super fucking sensitive if, if we post it, because we love it, but... I mean, maybe... I Can I just quote my favorite line? <laughs> okay, please do. Which is, um, what is bina- binary gender? Spoiler alert, it means nothing. Yeah, what is binary <laughs> non-gender, something like that? Oh God! There's so there's so many great parts of it. So but. many great parts. Also, just the humor. The humor. Yeah, you're a really great writer. We yeah. were really really impressed. We fancy yeah. ourselves shitty fucking writers. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I find sometimes when I get really annoyed by something, that's when the humor comes out. That's the best comedy. <laughs> when I something think. is so completely ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, so well, we're t- we're not going to really t- focus on that today. We're going to mainly okay. focus on feminism, and we do have a lot of questions. Yeah. Um, the first cool. one is, how about just 
um, since we're going to consider you like our Gloria Steinem, yeah, you're, you're as close as we're ever going to get. <laughs> yeah, right. So what what right. is what is the, the definition of feminism to you? Uh, the definition of feminism is feminism is a movement to liberate women from male supremacy, also known as patriarchy. Oh. Okay. Well, that is way more militaristic than I even because no, yeah. I looked that shit up on Google and I was trying to be fucking. And listen, uh, people, I'm the les, so I really can't stand men. But um, so I was really trying to be very diplomatic about the whole thing. But that was very. That's 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 that, that's kind of the lesbian I'm into it. So yeah. the, what's the Webster's definition? Well, is? the Webster's and I don't have it on me, but it was basically just like pe- feminism is like the the what your supportive of, of the the equality of, of the, the sexes. sexes period rather than the oppression of being oppressed or whatever it was more the equality of the sexes so so what did you say you said breaking the out the say it again <laughs> oh so so i said feminism is the movement it's a specifically political movement um i find that people tend to leave that part out of the definition of feminism often because people like to think of feminism as like a self-help book. Mm. <laughs> so they talk about uh, feminism being about choice or about gender equality in those really neutral terms that don't specifically say who has power and who does not have power under patriarchy. Sometimes they don't even say the word patriarchy, which is also strange. Um <laughs> <laughs> so why but, uh, do you, why, why yeah. do you think would you think that it's because of that definition that people you know how people get like really bent out of shape either to be called a feminist or to call someone a feminist now you one could be bent out of shape in being like I'm not a feminist like as if it's an insult <laughs> yeah. or I would never call her a feminist again like it's an insult or I'm not a feminist because and people would say that in a sense of like I'm not that you know I'm not that against mm-hmm. men or what you know like seeing it as a thing against men yeah well and i think that's why the definition of feminism has sort of been warped into this really neutral apolitical thing like in you know and it's because of course men get pissed off when you point out that they're, they're terrible in of power so, in this kidding. world <laughs> that they're doing all the raping for example <laughs> and all the killing <laughs> like, go on they get really like God, jesus Ju- is this julie on the phone too is this is something i feel like i'm actually talking to julie and and julie's in the room i mean god julie wants the border roll she's like yeah i'm for the i'm for like the ban i think if we just banned men then no one would ever kill again <laughs> It's true. It's true. Like, I mean, like men are literally the ones responsible for doing like, you know, 99% of all the bad stuff, right? So, but yeah, men don't like it when we say that. And I think a lot of women, especially women in the West, women in North America, a lot of women feel like they're liberated and they feel like it's almost like an insult to themselves to say that women are oppressed or to say that they even experience sexism. They would prefer not to think of themselves or speak of themselves as victims in quotation. And so in response to that feeling, they'll say, you know, like, 
no, 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 like that stuff's not going on anymore. That's all dealt with. I do what I want. Fuck yeah. Like I wear heels if I feel like it. And <laughs> I wear all this makeup for fun. And I feel insecure about and hate my body because, you know, that's my personal problem. And I just need to read more like books to make me feel better about my body. Like they don't want to connect it to something larger because I think it makes them feel like they don't have control over the situation. Like, it's understandable. And that, you know, like, I understand why so many women might respond in this way, but it still doesn't make it true that male supremacy doesn't exist. Well, I have to be honest. I mean, your definition pretty much rendered every question I had. It pretty much answered every <laughs> fucking question that I had for you. Oh, because, no. <laughs> well, because it's like you answered it. I mean, now I know every question that I had. It's like, well, just adding in that it's a political movement, I think, really clarifies. And you said that that it, everybody's trying to look at it in very neutral terms and it isn't neutral, you know. And um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I feel I feel good knowing the definition, though. I have yeah. to say, like, I feel a lot more clear. Right. Do you? You uh, knew well, it. <laughs> well, no, but I did. I definitely had a thing where in my mind we're thinking like, uh, you know, there's a thing where um, – feminists let's say if one identifies as i mean the thing is i think that the word has taken on an identity so much like mm -hmm. being gay or straight or whatever like i'm a feminist is like an identity rather than being part of a movement so if somebody said to you are you right. a feminist and the person's like no that's not because i'm not a fucking lesbian or whatever <laughs> like uh, it's not my identity but what you're saying is it's are you part of the movement but at the same time i do think there's a thing that it's become part of for me I don't go to marches and, you know, do that stuff, but I do feel like I'm a feminist. I am part of the movement because I am alive and I'm a woman. And, and I... constantly talking about sexism. Right. <laughs> right. That's your contribution. Yeah. Right. I mean, when I say it's like a political movement, I mean, you're totally, you're exactly right that people have sort of turned feminism into this personal identity and disconnected it from, you know, a broader political movement. Right. But I don't mean like, if you don't go to marches, you don't get to be a feminist. I mean, there are different ways to participate in the movement and, you know, like certain kinds of activism, you know, work for some people and not for other people. But it is like there's there's a very specific analysis and a specific ideology and a specific way of looking at the world that comes along with feminism. And, yeah, we've turned it into this thing where it's like, I want to identify as a, as a feminist, and so that means that I get to define the word however I want to, which is crazy. Yeah, and I really. think, and I wonder, <laughs> and but then a part of me playing devil's advocate to that though is that being a feminist and being able to um, define the word how you want, kind of being a feminist, or no? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just just in, just literally in playing devil's advocate. Like, could you say? If I'm if I consider myself a feminist, then the definition of feminism is whatever the fuck I want it to be, is what some people could say. Well, you could do that, but it wouldn't be true. It wouldn't like, be. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I so think you can do whatever I, yeah. you want. Right. I think like also okay. among Julian and my dynamic is that so we're like this is just a side thing, but we're sort of like pitching this show. And in it, I when I wrote the logline, it was like I said a feminist and a pragmatist because I couldn't even I didn't even feel comfortable enough calling myself a a feminist and now I know freaking why and I'm so happy that she this like turned into a personal therapy session for me I'm like yeah exactly and it is the kind of thing where it's like it for women not me because I have no problem saying I'm just a, a pragmatist and not a feminist but they don't want to admit that they're operating within 
you know, this construct that has existed for however many years and certainly it's evolved and it's come a long way, but you're still, you know, you're still doing your, for someone like me, I'm still operating within that construct and I'm like, yeah, I'm still like flirting to get my way or wearing makeup (laughs) or yeah, you know what I mean? And so that we were going to ask you like, can a stripper be a feminist? Of course. I mean, I, the thing about feminism is it's not about personal choices. Like, yes, we should be pushing back against, you know, patriarchal ideas and behaviors and all of that. But we also have to acknowledge that we all live in this world. We're all socialized in a particular way. It's not that easy to shed that socialization. I don't even think it's fully possible as an individual to, like, shed all that, you know, feminine socialization. Same thing for men. Like, we're socialized into masculinity. You know, I wear makeup. I still worry about, like, looking attractive i yeah. flirt with men often <laughs> well, <laughs> well i mean i, I flirt with them to like get a raise well but uh, but also in, it could, could, so, where do you think that with heterosexual women like how do you think like for me i as le- you know like it's in me, my mind it's so easy because for me like my dealings with men is so different than let's say heterosexual women who have relationships with men or flirt with men or whatever i literally yeah don't <laughs> give a fuck like i don't yeah. need you know what i'm saying but if i wanted that, that attention it does help <laughs> but i think that's why i think like a woman who's actually into men in whatever way that they're into them like that must make it that's where the challenge is in my mind i think that to yeah, be a feminine, terrible yeah <laughs> like how do you how do you how do you rectify that and how and maybe in a way it's the only way it's very and like because I, I think about this a lot. Believe me, it's twenty four seven. All I think about is fucking sexism. <laughs> but if you, if for a woman who has relationships with men or like literally, you know, they're the are they really the ones who are the able to like make the equality happen? Because it's like lesbians are segregating themselves in some way, but heterosexual women and bisexual women are <laughs> you know having these relationships and the ones who are going to be able to teach them really ultimately. You know what I mean? I don't even, yeah. am I articulating what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Right? I mean, I support segregation as far as like, <laughs> you know, like I think rejecting men is like a very good way to sort of make progress. Is it? I feel like I'm not. One of our questions was, is, on an is the ultimate feminist like can only really be lesbians? Cause they're, but they want to, I don't think they want equality. I think they want to be superior. I mean, Who? I can't lesbian oh, superior to to everyone. Lesbians? To men, oh, to men. They just lesbians want to be in charge. Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. They, exactly. Yeah. They want to be the oppressor, yeah. right? Yeah, to oppress uh, men, obviously. <laughs> but I do yeah, think it's. Some, I mean, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, 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 I just it's a thing to. I don't know that there's an answer, but it, it's something to. It's just an exploration to think, you know, what, or maybe what it is that, or what do you think? How, how does one, how does a straight woman or heterosexual woman like deal with the fact that they can be a feminist and also be with men and not just be with men, but yeah, get what you want from men, flirt with men, need to be around men, like men, all of it. But at the same time, you know what I mean? I think it's like a very interesting road. I just, I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's very difficult, and I feel angry a lot. <laughs> like, my boyfriends don't have it easy at all. Mm. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's a struggle, and I'm just, I mean, I have, I have, you know, some good 
male friends who are just friends, and I've also dated lots and lots of men. But I, you know, I just find, I find intimate relationships with men very frustrating to the point of almost being impossible, to be perfectly honest. I still enter into them. (laughs) They usually don't last all that long. That is hilarious. But I can't, you know, like I, you know, I, I hate to, I hate to say this, but you know, since it's just us three talking, <laughs> and the four, and just the fourteen people listening, <laughs> no one else can hear us. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, like I wish that I could sort of, you know, never enter into a relationship with a man ever again. And who knows, someday that might be possible. But like for now, I still, I'm attracted to men, so I end up in bed with them and. Uh, <laughs> You know, that's the relationship starts, right? <laughs> okay, so, well, let me ask so... you. Okay, so do you think, so you said he's, a, so can a hooker, I mean, I want to just like quick, like, can a, do you think a sex worker could be a feminist? Okay, right. Sorry, I forgot to answer that question. Yes. I mean, I think that, again, like, it's like women, women work at strip clubs or enter into the sex trade, not because they're sexist people necessarily. Maybe some of them are, you know, like, all sorts of women have internalized misogyny and like sexist ideas that they've internalized or that they've taken on. But I mean, that doesn't, I I mean, for the most part, women are entering into the sex industry because they need to make a living. Yeah. They're not entering into the sex industry because they, you know, think patriarchy is great. Yeah. I also think it's kind of cool exploiting what they want most and making money off of them. I think that's kind well, of, that's, that's an argument. sort of powerful. I mean, I right. know it's tragic when they're like, I have all the power, but it also, there is sort of a power. In no, it. but is, that's also a thing. There is a power in it, but also who has the power? <laughs> well, it's I, just, and you know it's know not I mean? a long term kind of power, right? Like that's such a temporary form of power. That's not something that even as an individual empowers you on the long term and it doesn't empower women as a whole so i'm not saying like okay that's a that's a terrible thing to do because women make all sorts of choices for all sorts of reasons and there's always these other contexts like capitalism and patriarchy that are pushing those choices you know like i don't really think people make a lot of truly free choices to be honest they think that it's shaped by all sorts of other factors um do you think can nuns be feminists nuns yeah <laughs> probably <laughs> i mean i'm pretty like i'm an atheist i'm very opposed to organized religion i grew up with atheist parents who hated the church and hated organized religion um so i inherited that also um and it's funny because like i didn't really meet or even know people who were religious until I got more involved in the feminist movement because there are women in the feminist movement who are religious. Is that what you're sort of yeah. asking? Yeah, like, I mean, it was it was it was going to of... dwindle down from like nuns to <laughs> yeah, very devout, maybe like a Baptist <laughs> wife with seven kids. Right. Uh, this in, uh, this is Julie speaking. I don't think they can be. She said absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, that. I said absolutely of... not. But um, again, that's just my opinion. But we're trusting everything you say here and taking it. Obviously, we're wall. taking notes and writing it down. So I've tattooed <laughs> everything you've said on my arm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> the new rule book. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I think that probably, I think that women who specifically support patriarchy and patriarchal ideas and say misogynist 
things and put forth misogynist ideas and support misogynist structures and institutions aren't feminists. Like, I'm not saying just anybody who wants to be a feminist can be a feminist, but any woman who is opposed to male supremacy and patriarchy and supports women's liberation can be a feminist. So it's probably unlikely that a nun would be a feminist, but it's not impossible. I don't, I mean, I don't know any nuns. So right. Okay. <laughs> well, here's, ask, I'd have to ask them. Here's like, the, 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 the main, Oh, and we are taking this as law. We already said, okay, hold that, on. Let me get my typewriter ready. Okay. Good. And I'm, I'm actually, I really should have prepared myself. I mean, more. And this is, no, you're doing great. And I'm actually, I'm actually learning a lot and I, I feel good about it. Um, so there's a big debate going on and we talk about it interpersonally all the time. And so we're going to give you the honor of clearing it up as our, as our special Canadian Gloria Steinem. For all I know, she is from fucking Canada. I don't know. Um, but cause a, well, you're the millennial Gloria Steinem cause you're a way younger and also B we're never going to ever get with a hundred feet of her. Um, so, so I was, whichever way you answer this question is going to be the official answer. So and every Megan Gloria Steinem Murphy. Here it comes. <laughs> the 14 people listening, this is the answer, the definitive answer. So don't fucking ask anymore. We okay. all will say it. Can yeah. someone who votes pro-life be a feminist? Not just for yourself, but you have to, when you go to vote, you vote pro-life. Can you say you're a feminist? Are you a feminist? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like vote for a politician who opposes Abortion. Yes. Opposes women's access to abortion. Yes. They're going out and yeah. they're being like, I have to go vote pro-life because I'm people can't have yeah. to be pro-life because abortion is wrong. No, no, I don't think that I don't think that that's a feminist. Act. We go. I think that. Yeah, I mean, you answer have to... has an answer. Thank you. <laughs> and who's been saying yeah. it the whole time? Julie's been Julie's Thank been saying you. that the whole time. Thank I you. I want people to be able to be whatever they want, but but I think. You said it, and I said you were going to give the definitive answer, and so I'm going to go with the definitive answer. I'm sorry if it hurts people's feelings. I mean, I'll explain further, too, because okay. I don't, you know, like, there may be individual women who support, who identify as pro-life, who has some sort of complicated response to, you know, the, whether or not they can be feminist or why. But what I'm saying is that if you're voting for a politician who actively opposes women's access to abortion and who is, you know, preventing women from making a choice about whether or not they want to have a fucking baby, then that's not, that's not feminist. Like that's what's happening in the U S around reproductive rights and abortion is horrific. Like women are being criminalized for miscarrying. Um, you know, like it's just, it's really dangerous. It is, a complete attack on women. The foundation and basis for patriarchy is in men controlling women's reproductive capacity. That's what it is. And so if you're preventing women from getting abortions, that you're doing patriarchy. Do you know what I mean? You're doing, yeah. you're doing oh my God, you're doing, doing patriarchy. patriarchy. <laughs> I'm doing fucking it. completely using that. Stop doing patriarchy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. I mean, seriously. That's amazing. Yeah, no, well, that's right. I like the answer. A person, yeah, I like the answer too. Because you mean, can be you pro-life your own self. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You say it. Like if you personally as a woman 
don't like the idea of abortion, that's fine. Right. But if you're voting for somebody who's going to prevent other women from accessing abortion and making those choices, that's then not a feminist. You're act, doing right? patriarchy. You're doing patriarchy. Okay, so just a few more questions. Okay, so cool. Okay, so now don't feel weird about this. I mean, you can answer this however you want. But I basically, and I already said that I don't really say that I am one, even though Julie would say that I am one, but I'm certainly, I mean, in the neutral sense, I do want the equality. Yes. But I'm, mm-hmm. you know, fine to do shitty things, you know, for to further my own self <laughs> when operate within the patriarchy or whatever the fuck. You're selfish. You're selfish. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, for example, this is when I really learned I wasn't one. Um because I certainly was since birth being like, you don't fucking tell me what to do, dad. Mm-hmm. But um, I thought that was a perfect example of feminism. Like I'd tell my mom to divorce my dad. Right, mom? She's listening. I'd be like, I think you need to divorce him. But when in 2008, when in America, when so in the primaries, um, Hillary Clinton and Obama ran against each other in the primaries. And I voted for Obama. And at that time, I, you know, the people in my 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 interpersonal, you know, relationships were vilifying me. And and more than than the women around me, it was the men around me that were horrified that I would vote for a man over a woman um, at all. And that's when I really realized, yeah, I guess I I do you feel like that is like a good litmus test for I mean, because that would be a perfect way to try and stop doing patriarchy. patriarchy. Right. Yeah. Topple the patriarchy. I'm not going to be offended sure, by this answer. I don't think that makes you not a feminist. I mean, I think that plenty of feminist women are not fans of Hillary Clinton. <laughs> um, in this particular election, when she was up against somebody like Trump, who is a complete misogynist, who's a sexual assaulter, who is, you know, going to take away women's access to abortion, um, then yeah, I mean you kind of have an obligation to vote for Hillary, but and but and I want to say that, I did not vote for her. I didn't vote for, didn't vote that way because I wasn't a fan of her. I voted that way because I was a huge fan of Barack Obama. You know, but totally that doesn't know. make you not a feminist. I'm sure that plenty of feminist oh. women made that choice. How about also. that? Really? You think so? so? You really think? Yeah, so I like Obama. Wow. He's okay. Like a cool guy. Okay, so then I have. I told you that too. Yeah, he is a cool I'm guy. Canadian, you know, so luckily I don't need to take a position here. But yeah, he is a cool guy. Well, thank you, Megan. Thank you so much for talking with us and sharing your yeah. funny feminist brilliance with us. Tell our 14 listeners where they can find you on all your social medias, and we're going to post the link to that article that you wrote. Yep. Uh, great. It was really great to talk to both of you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you for reaching out. Um, yeah. I'm at uh, Feminist Current is my website, feministcurrent.com. And I'm on Twitter at Megan E. Murphy. Uh, yep, that's all I can think of. Okay, okay, Great. awesome. Thank, Thank you, you again. So much. We'll be we'll be trolling you. Yeah, and we'll talk. We'll we'll, <laughs> right we'll, have, another, we'll have another deeper next level conversation oh, okay. soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll reach out. I would love to. Okay, good. Thank right, you so thank much. You. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Now it's time for so there's that. <laughs> Right, so if you're new to dumb gay politics, this is the part of the show where I give Julie the job of finding something good that's happening somewhere out there on the political landscape. 
she came across today's with very little drama or complaining. So I'm looking forward to hearing what it is. Also, our unpaid yet very appreciated intern, Aran Aro, gave his approval on your last week's. (laughs) So there's that. Thank you. And I was also proud of you. Oh. So, Meow Meow, what is your So There's That Moment for this week? Well, I can tell you this week is not as good as last week. And, um, well, let me just say this. Okay. (laughs) So... Now, I think that's funny that you say that there's no there was no drama or whatever. I did keep it internal. <laughs> You're internally like <laughs> I internalized dying and it. Frustrated. I internalized it. Uh, this week, so there's that is a little off center. Shocking. Um, there I was doing my usual, you know, looking and po- poking around. And I didn't verbalize my complaining. I didn't verbalize it. I kept it internal. It was, I was nice. screaming. It was lovely. I was <laughs> screaming inside, but I kept it to myself. And I was going through and I was thinking to myself, like, this fucking, I cannot fucking find this. Once again, why am I fucking doing this? I fucking hate this. There's nothing good. This this was a terrible week. I don't know what the fuck. Then I came across this little gem. Now, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Remember? Too late. (laughs) (laughs) Now, do you remember that little asshole who started a pharmaceutical (laughs) company called Retrofin? You might not have, but I urge you to check out their website, retrofin.com. The company had come up with a drug that fights the complications of AIDS cancer, and it originally started out as $13.50 per pill. And this turd-gobbling, greasy nerd burglar has the price raised. (laughs) (laughs) That made myself laugh. Um, Had the price price for each pill raised to $750 per pill. Oh, my God. They estimated he raised the price by 5%. It was something like 500%. So... um, and he did it in a short amount of time. And he was in, in that amount of time, he was given the title, the most hated man in America. He's 34. He's 34 years old. His name is Mitch Sheckley. <laughs> Wait. That it, it was Sheckley. I, I remember to, his name was Mitch. Martin, 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 Martin I was like, Sheckley. Mitch, that was way out of left yeah, field. Martin, I was like, whoa, that's sorry. not what I was imagining. I didn't even write his name down. <laughs> so, um, okay. Now, let's be honest. There, I mean, to be the most hated man in America, that is a huge title. There are a lot of men that need hating. <laughs> yeah, okay? there's lots of pieces of shit. <laughs> Do you shit. understand what I'm saying? And I mean, and for me, I should say, and I should only speak for myself, but I hate a lot of men. <laughs> so this is insane. And I have to tell you, he's earned every bit of this title. Okay? This is an accomplishment of the highest order. Um, anywho, this human garbage mound was just found guilty of securities fraud for basically running a Bernie Madoff style Ponzi scheme where he skimmed over $11 million and now he's awaiting sentencing for jail of which he will probably be sentenced to about 45 years. I need you to look at a picture of him. I need you to search him and look at his quotes. I didn't want to write them all down. However, prior to the first trial and he went, he went on trial for this, for the, for the Ponzi scheme. And, you know, it came out with the, his pharmaceutical company. He'd actually, it, it, it had come out that he had done like a lot of like shady dealings. He had had a hedge fund. It was all this shit. And they, they got him on these two main charges. Okay. Now, before the trial, this, he, he was quoted as saying, I'm so innocent. The jury judge and the prosecution are going to give me an apology. Oh, and Lordy Lord. he, uh, and you got to get some of the quotes from him because he's so cocky. He's so entitled. So sociopath. It's like sociopath. He's a like, full sociopath. I mean, like full sociopath. Believes it. And when you look at their pharmaceutical company, the bait, the foundation or the, the mission of this particular pharmaceutical company is developing drugs for the most um, the most like. Yeah, like you can't live without the drug. Right. It has so that you can then right. price hike. And, right. you know, I mean, AIDS patients were getting this drug and. 
they were saying that, I mean, people were going to die, basically. And he just, you know yeah. what I mean? So he didn't care. Well, I'll tell you, uh, I just wanted to let Martin know the only apology that you're going to be getting is a dick up your ass when you're in prison and God can only hope it gives you AIDS. And due to your incarceration, you won't be able to afford your own drug. So there's that. Nice one. <laughs> nice one. Nice one, sir. That's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Thank you all for listening. And thank you to those who have already pledged on the Patreon page. That's right. If you haven't done it yet, go on the website now and sign up. It's the only way you'll be able to hear our special members only podcast, which is going to be completely stupid and a complete waste of your money. But still, <laughs> we need it. Somebody's got to feed these kids. Somebody's by- got to keep somebody, as Betsy Salkind <laughs> always said, somebody's got to put food on the floor. And by food, we mean drugs. And for us, not the kids. We're the kids. Um, By the kids, I meant animals. (laughs) However you want to say it. Yeah. Right? Exactly. I mean, drugs for me, food for the kids. Drugs for the animals. Someone to take care of the animals. Did you know that they do... That's right. Did you know that they provide CBD oil for dogs and cats? No, I didn't. But I'm not surprised. And you know who needs it? Nacho. I know. I was thinking about getting it for him. How expensive is it? I'm not entirely well, sure. Well, we have some CBD oil. Why don't we just get They have ours? it special for p- pets. Well, I don't care. Okay. I can look it up and see. Also, CBD oil doesn't work, so we could e- easily give them yours. But mine's in a vape pen. Doesn't it have an oil? Yeah, but it's inside of a thing. A canister, but we can crack open the oil. Hmm. We'll talk about it. And as always, <laughs> it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and dumb. And feminist. Yay! <laughs> White intersectional feminism. It's gonna be my next song. Okay. Uh huh. It's all shit. It's all just dumb gay politics. America has gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that. Cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. It's all shit. It's all shit. Ooh, it's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh, uh, this shit is bananas. B A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. 